Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. We are finally back on the Tan and J-Man Show. Hopefully we're Hopefully. on social media and all that. Our live stream box has completely... Uh, Decided to crap out on us, so uh, bear with us if uh, hopefully we are. I have no idea. It doesn't look like we are, but yes, we are. We are okay. Cool. So well, our efforts. We're on social media. Awesome. Right. Twitter, Facebook, finally up. Um, we're doing it via webcam, so if it looks a little weirder than it usually does, that's why. Uh, but we're back with another episode of the Tan and J Man Show. We do it for the nation, Josh. Tan and J Man Show the Nation. nation. We bust our tail for you we guys. We bust our tail for the <laughs> nation. <laughs> We're in snowy Rochester about to uh, shoot the Tan and J-Man show. This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single weekend, and it features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, The Damn Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Episodes also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. It is a brand focused on bringing tour-quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find them at circle15golf.com. We have some products here. We are on TV as well, live right now, J-Man. So... Uh, Glad the, to know it works. Got the glove uh, humidor right here. Lovely Circle 15 box. Should probably talk into the camera. We're <laughs> talking to the microphone. And I got the Genesis Golf Glove right here. Listen to that Velcro snap <laughs> for all the <laughs> audio listeners. It's an oddly satisfying sound. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Durable, comfortable, best glove on the market. Circle15golf.com. It's going to help you shoot career low scores this year. Yes, sir. Breaking 80 every single night there, aren't you, T-Dog? Handicap's going to be uh, scratching no time. I say it's going to be, it would be, yeah. I'm an eight right now, so if I could. Are you in the middle, early February, you're an eight? Probably like an 18. I was going to say, you're probably closer to an 18 <laughs> at this point. I uh, am so bad, I don't even have a handicap, so that's how. Uh, we'll set you at 40. How about that? I think 35 is the highest you can actually be now. Uh, wow. used to be 40. Set me at 70-something. All right. We'll have to get a golf match between all of our friends sometime. I will gladly bow out <laughs> and just watch. I got some birdie bogey this evening. It's Super Bowl week. Uh-huh. Happy Super Bowl week, everybody, even if it's a matchup a lot of us aren't really looking forward to. Super Bowl 55 between the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady making his 10th Super Bowl parents. So I thought I'd have some Super Bowl-related trivia for you. It's not too uh, compelling of a question, really. Um, who's the quarter who's quarterback who's thrown the most interceptions in Super Bowl history? 
How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> oh, come on, J-Man. Most interceptions. Well, it's got to be somebody that's played a bunch. Exactly. So think of all the quarterbacks who have played a bunch, and then it narrows it I, down. I have a guess. All right. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Yeah, yo, veggies. What? Get your veggies. Okay. <laughs> it's like you, uh, you put it all together there. I couldn't understand. Yeah, veggies. What do you want to start off with tonight, J-Man? Should I we start off by talking about Super Bowl? I was going to say, let's start off talking a little Super Bowl. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Are they favored? Mm-hmm. thought they probably would be. With the best quarterback in the NFL, not named Aaron Rodgers this year, and Patrick Mahomes, and then Tom Brady at 43 years old, had a pretty unbelievable season himself. Uh, looks like uh, that offense is healthy. It looks like Antonio Brown should be back. Um, I assume Ronald Jones will be back as well. He hasn't – I mean, he's been playing, but hasn't gotten many carries. Uh, but uh, looks like Patrick Mahomes' turf toe, I assume, is going to be – Yeah, uh, he's had some okay. good rest for it, I would say. Uh, they had a big blow last week uh, with uh, losing Eric Fisher to an Achilles injury, so that's – I think they have three offensive linemen that will be out, and they put a couple guys on the COVID list today as well. Not sure who they were. I saw it on my phone earlier. Um, but, yeah, it should be a really good one. I mean, we aren't – I think everyone kind of has – Tom Brady fatigue. Yes. And I think they're starting to get Kansas City Chiefs fatigue. Yes. You've had it since about 2009. No kidding. Um, Even when they're bad. But uh, should be a really good matchup. Compelling matchup as well. Um, The Chiefs placed, let's see, they placed Demarcus Robinson on the reserve COVID list. I don't know if he really got that many touches this year at all. He was like their fifth option. Yeah. Sixth option maybe. Um and uh, center Daniel Kilgore was also placed, but I don't think Kilgore was their starter. I can't imagine. No, I don't think so. Kilgore was a really bad Miami Dolphin the past few years, so I can't imagine he's <laughs> starting for anyone, let alone the team playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, but, yeah, two uh, two fun offenses. Yep. Um, I think both have pretty good defenses as well, so it's a good matchup. Oh, it should be a really good one. The NFL, like we mentioned last week, I think they got what they wanted. They got, mm-hmm. they got the matchup they were wishing for. Uh, but like you said, a lot of fatigue. But I, I still think a majority of the country is probably still for Kansas City. Yeah. Um, now they get this one, then everybody's probably going to say, okay, Kansas City, that's enough. Yes. Um, but uh, do you think more of the nation would switch their mindset if they knew that Brady would walk away if Tampa Bay won? We've been saying this for four years. Good point. <laughs> he keeps coming back. That's so a good point. I think they just assume him lose. I think that's what they all kind of root for. Um, I don't mind Tom Brady now that he's not in New England, to be honest. He's more bearable, mm-hmm. I guess. But I don't. Uh, I, I was saying um, the other day to somebody, you know, if, if he wins it, you know, wins his seventh ring, why would you come back? And the, and the person goes, to make an 11th Super Bowl appearance and win eight. I'm like, all right, you got a point. So. He, he clearly still has that fire. Yeah. And I think. Getting away from uh, Bill Belichick has kind of reignited his fire a little bit because it didn't look like he was having fun last year. I know today he said that um, he's been uh, in the house alone without his wife and kids for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. He's never prepared this much for a game alone. He said the more I watch film, the more I learn and understand. It's like, oh, seems like he'd have the whole thing figured <laughs> out by now. Oh, so um, yeah. 
I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to every Super Bowl, though. I'm gonna be sad. I mean, it was pretty boring this past weekend with uh, no football on, and that's what we have to look forward we to. We had no for Pro Bowl this past weekend. When's the last time you've watched the I know. Pro Bowl? Yeah, it's been a while. You mean you didn't tune into the Madden? Nope. I bet I you didn't get the invite. I bet you guys. I bet you could have beaten some of those guys. Yeah, I was ready. You probably play a lot more than they do. I am the defending Super Bowl champion in my connected franchise. First time ever. <laughs> First time in a long time. <laughs> Felt good. <laughs> Feels good. But, um, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it, like you said, yeah, it, it is weird. This is the last pro football weekend we're going to have in a long time. Um, what, 23,000 fans going to be there in attendance at Raymond James Stadium? Largest sporting event, attended, attended sporting event in the U.S. we're going to have since, since March. Since March, yeah. Um, I think 7,500 of them are going to be free admission uh, healthcare workers. Mm. They have got vaccinated twice, so that's going to be cool to see. Cool. But um, who are you taking? This will be the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. I still don't know who I'm going to take. But, I don't know who you're going to uh, take. Huh? Man, I think this is a coin flip. Yeah. Both teams are obviously rolling right now. Uh, give me Kansas City. I think they're the better team. Um, of course, they won it last year, and they want to be the first since who to win back-to-back? Or the, would they be the first since New England? Yeah. In 2003, 2004? Yep. Um, I think you got it. I think uh, – I just think they get it done. I think that offense is too good um, not to outscore Seattle should have won back-to-back. Yeah, just hand it off to Marshawn Lynch yep. and they would have done it. Um, but, yeah, I think Kansas City gets her done. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think Kansas City gets it done. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. Good game. Um, I'll go uh, 34-27. You taking Kansas City? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like that's it. A, that's I, a good I'm score prediction. I'm, I'm I just think trying to be intelligent if, with my pick. If um, the pass rush duo of Jason Pierre-Paul – and uh, Shaq Barrett, as well as Indomitian Sue. Shaq Barrett. Um, they harass Patrick Mahomes as much as they did Aaron Rodgers a few weeks ago. They will absolutely have a chance. Uh, ball control, we've said it for years with Tom Brady, go, or playing against Tom Brady, you need to control the ball. It's absolutely that way uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Tampa Bay has to control the ball, has to get Leonard Fournette involved early. Uh, that's what they did against Aaron Rodgers. They pounded the rock on first down almost every single time. And uh, they ultimately won. But uh, give me Kansas City 34-30. I think they cover by half a point. So we both have Kansas City scoring 34 points. Yeah. uh, I mean, they played a great defense last week in Buffalo and really no resistance at all. Yeah. uh, And, you know, we were talking about Super Bowl ads last week. Uh, The price, average price for a 30-second ad last year was $4.5 million. Um, Not only is Budweiser not advertising this year coca-cola and pepsi are not either hmm. i f- figured probably some would follow suit after. i haven't read of it others i'm sure there are so it's gonna be interesting uh be interesting halftime show with the weekend uh, i think we kind of hit on that last week uh-huh. but uh yeah good for the nfl though i mean they uh, got through a season got through a season without having to cancel any weeks pretty m- remarkable when you think about it if you're kansas city or tampa bay you lock your quarterbacks in a room yeah don't let them leave. If any player tests positive from here on out, they're done. They're, they're out of the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who they are. What happens? What does the NFL do if both Tom Brady 
and Patrick Mahomes test positive on Friday, are we going to have a Blaine Gabbert, Chad Henney Super Bowl? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting. For, I'm I'm not rooting for them to be sick. Yeah, but that but, would uh, be storylines, man. I like chaos. Who's got the better reserve? <laughs> Take home Super Bowl Fifty Five. Could you imagine? I was thinking about that the other day. If just one of them got it, let alone both. Right. But um, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. J Man's book and prediction of the week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home. Auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He's also selling insurance in Ohio now. Part of the Tan and J-Man Show Nation over in Ohio and looking for some new insurance or unhappy with your current provider? Give Travis a call. We will be putting out a video sometime tonight. Um... People guess the score. The winner and the score, the person that comes closest to the score while also picking the correct winner, get a free something. Yeah. If you, it's <laughs> I'm so much, glad you took over. <laughs> I was just letting you roll with it, man. We're going to be hosting a score prediction contest on the Tan J-Man Show Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram. All you got to do, you got from now until kickoff on Sunday, provide your score. And the winner will get to pick whatever they want from the Tan and J-Man Show store. Whether it's a hoodie, short sleeve t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, mug, uh, onesie, sticker, whatever you want. You get one item, it'll be on us. And uh, yeah, so hopefully a lot of people enter. So if you're watching this right now or listening to the podcast, make sure you head over to our social media pages and get yourself entered. Mm-hmm. Get some stuff. Get some stuff. <laughs> you uh, you want to do on this day? I do. I'm ready to learn. 1913, American all-around athlete Jim Thorpe signs a contract to play baseball with the New York Giants. Unlike his other sporting endeavors, the Olympic gold medal winner's career in Major League Baseball is uninspiring. Yeah, he was a good football player. Uh-huh. Um, Baseball's hard. He was one of the first, one of the three members of the first Pro Football Hall of Fame class. Um, the other two were George Hallis and Red Grange. 1948, Johnny Palmer sets a 36-hole PGA Tour scoring record with rounds of 62-64 in the Tucson Open. And he finished runner-up by one stroke to Skip Alexander, uh, who cards tournament record total 264. Never heard of a skipper. I'm sure that's been broken. What was it? What was the... Uh, 36-hole PGA Tour scoring record with rounds of 62-64. I think it has been, but that's... Two pretty That's, solid rounds back-to-back. Yeah. Back. yeah. 1950, Green Bay Packers founder, player, and coach Curly Lambeau resigns after 31 seasons and six NFL titles to his credit. He has a leap name after him. Every time. Um, in, in the field. I heard the name Curly. It makes me think of Three Stooges. It does. It does every <laughs> time. Or the um, Harlem Globetrotter player. Yeah. Let's see, a bunch of Australian champions men's tennis. I'm sure you care about that. Not really. Um, hmm. 1959, senior PGA champion men's golf was played. Who won? 1959? Uh-huh. I didn't even know the senior tour was around in 1959, so <laughs> I have no guess. Willie Goggin. He used a borrow set of woods. That's impressive. Yeah. Bunch of Australian. Um, 
1962, MLB's National League releases its first 162-game schedule due to the expansion. 18 games between each opponent. Okay. The 10 team, on this day in 1967, the 10-team American Basketball Association, also known as the ABA, with George Mikan as commissioner, is formed in last nine years. The Mikan drill. He was the big fundamental before yeah. Tim Duncan. Its three-point shot remains a feature of the game today, and does it ever. Yeah, yeah, more so than ever, probably. 1968, Vince Lombardi steps down as Green Bay Packers head coach in favor of longtime assistant Phil Bingston. A lot of Packers uh, events on this day today, yeah. tonight. 1969, in his first start in a Ford, legendary driver Richard Petty wins the Motor Trend 500. Number 43 car. His previous 92 NASCAR victories were in Plymouths. Interesting. The 43 is now driven by Bubba Wallace. Bubba. Who was the first overall pick in the 1972 NFL draft on this day? 72? Don't know why they had it in February. 72. I think this is too late, but O.J. Simpson? Nope, Walt Potowski. Hmm. All right. From University of Notre Dame. Golden Domer. A Rose Bowl was played on this date, 1976. You're going to make me guess who no. played in it? Why would a Rose Bowl be played? I don't know, on February 1st? Hmm. Um, 1984, American lawyer and businessman David Stern becomes M- NBA commissioner. I uh, didn't care for some of the things he did late in his career, but. He expanded the game of basketball all over. He did. He did that. I, I we had a that. barn burner of a Pro Bowl in 1987 where the AFC beat the NFC 10-6. to Barn burner of a Pro Bowl. <laughs> 1992, slugging outfielder Barry Bonds signed the highest single-year contract in Major League Baseball history with the Pirates. Can you name the money? Highest single year contract. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, oh, like fifteen million. Four point seven million. <laughs> man, that's that's like uh, that's like a average major. That's not even an average major league player. That's just like a below average bench guy's getting four point seven million now. That was Barry freaking Bonds. That's crazy. Um. Hmm. 1995, Utah Jazz guard John Stockton passed Magic Johnson all-time NBA assist mark. Gonzaga's own. Yes, sir. His son played there a few uh, years ago. Wasn't near as good. 2004, Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction happened on this day. Remember that? That was a pretty memorable moment of my formative years. Patriots over Panthers. Yep. Um, Let's see. Who won the Super Bowl and who won the MVP on this date in 2009? 2009, that would have been the Steelers over the Cardinals. Yep. Uh, who won? Santino Holmes? Yes, sir. He made the catch in the back of the end zone. Here's a good Denver Bronco one on this day in 2014. Peyton Man becomes all-time record holder for MVP trophies. He won his fifth. Yep. And then they got spanked by the Seahawks. 2014 on this day, Adam Silver became the commissioner. I approve with a lot of things. In the NBA. Done. 
it was actually on this day that uh, the Seattle Seahawks should have beat the New England Patriots so they would have just handed off to Marshawn. Malcolm Butler jumped the slant route. That's going to do it for this episode or this segment of On This Day. And On This Day is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proform Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource. I don't know why I keep saluting the camera. I haven't even seen you do it once. <laughs> I think so I'm nervous. I've been messing with the audio <laughs> levels this whole time. So if you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company and give them a call today at 574 210 3815. Yes, sir. Got to show off the nice first federal savings bank water bottle. This is just an example of one of many different promotional products you can get. But uh, if you're looking for some nice water bottles to get for your company, highly recommended. Never been uh, never been displeased with any of the products I've got from them. So give them a call, 574 Pretty uh, slow week in the Big Ten. There just weren't very many, many games. many games oh. due to postponements, stallments, cancellations. But I uh, got it rolling over the weekend. Yep. Um, some good games over the weekend, too. <clears throat> there was a real hyped game Friday night, and it lived up to the hype completely. Maybe the game of the year so far in the Big Ten as far as living up to the hype, and that was uh, Illinois, Iowa. Hate each other. Coaches Absolutely like hate each, each other. other. Coaches don't like each other. Um, they got in a little kerfuffle in um, nice I- Thank you in Iowa last year after the game where the benches had to be separated and they didn't even go through the handshake line, which I think the handshake line's stupid anyways. Um, and they can't go through the handshake line this year. No, which hopefully they never have to again. <laughs> Come on, where's your uh, sportsmanship? No need for sportsmanship. You're trying to knock the person's teeth in <laughs> on the court, which is what DeMonte Williams about did to – Connor McCaffrey last year. So they don't hate or they don't like each other at all. It's stupid they only played twice or only played once yeah. this year. Um but yeah, it lived up to the hype. Illinois needed a big resume building win and they got it. Uh they played probably their best forty minutes of the season in my opinion. Io Desumu took over like he should in games like that. Uh Trent Frazier, it was awesome to see him get going. He hit four threes at twenty four points. It was his most points he scored in the game in two calendar years when he scored 30 at Minnesota. So they played really well. They held Luka Garza at only 19 points, only four rebounds, did a good job on him. Uh, so, yeah, huge win for them. They're up to 12th in the AP poll. They're up to 5th in the net rankings, which if the NCAA falls that religiously, like this is where we're going to seed guys, that means Illinois would be the, the highest two seed in the NCAA tournament. They have five quad one wins, which is more than any team in the country, or at least tied for the most in the country. So they're sitting here uh, in a pretty good spot right now, and they needed that win. Um, and it's great that it came against Iowa because I cannot stand them, and you know that. It's probably the most heated Big Ten rivalry. Right now. Yeah, right now it's the most heated um, Big Ten rivalry there is. I mean, Purdue's just wiping the floor with Indiana every single year. Well, how many days was it? 1,300 uh, and some. Yeah, it's um, – what did I text you the other night? Or I think I, I still night. have it because I favorited it. Yeah. Um, um, it's up there. It's, uh, I mean, it's been. You got to go back to 2000, February 20, 2016. Uh, so, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it'd be 1,808 days since. Yeah, uh, since Indiana's beaten Purdue in basketball. And, so. um, and like I said, it seems like only one of those teams, Purdue, really cares. I shouldn't say Indiana doesn't care, but look, Purdue cares more. 
and it shows on it, the court. It reminds me a lot of the Missouri-Illinois. Missouri cares so much more, and they beat them every year, even when Illinois has been better than them. Yeah. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. But that's a lot like what it is. Yeah. But uh, Boilermakers got another win. Uh, they only played one game. It was against Minnesota at home. And now Purdue's jumped into the top 25 in the AP rankings. They're 24th, first time all year. They've jumped into the top 25. They're still not ranked in the coaches' poll. But, um, yeah, they've been rolling lately. I mean, they ran into Buzz Hall, which was Michigan, uh, two Fridays ago. But uh, besides that, they've won five out of their last six. And then they're playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Their group of freshmen is pretty good, uh, and they're getting better. Um, Brandon Newman was Big Ten Freshman of the Week. He had a career high 29 points the other night. Fifth time a freshman has won that for Purdue this year, and it's the second time Newman has. Uh, the lone freshman who hasn't is Ethan Morton. I was uh, going to say four guys have yep. won it. Which is Zach a Big Eady, Ten Mason record, Gillis, I believe. Yep, Brandon Newman and um, um, who? Did I, did I name Mason Gillis, did you say Mason? Yeah, Gillis? I did. Uh, oh, and, and um, Jay Nivey. I couldn't remember who I was forgetting, but yeah, they've been playing well. But really, it revolves around Travion Williams. He's their guy right now, and uh, he's playing at a really high level. And I hope they can keep it rolling. Big week this week at Maryland tomorrow night. Maryland's confusing team. They've won road games, yeah. but can't win at home. And then. Uh, Northwestern at home on Saturday. So hopefully they can get two. If they can get this one tomorrow and take two of three without Sasha Stavanovic, huge. that's uh, pretty bad. Yeah, huge. I don't know what to think of Minnesota, for one. They win some home games. They've lost two in a row now, and they've gotten whooped. But um, they whooped Michigan. They beat Michigan? They whooped Michigan, yeah. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah by 18. They were the only one, and, and they whooped, of course, Michigan State's not very good. No. Um, they beat. They whooped Ohio State, too, yeah, by 17. <laughs> Uh, but then you look at their road losses. They had a 27-point road loss at Illinois, which it was really not even that close. 12-point um, loss at Wisconsin. 25-point loss at Michigan. 15-point loss at Iowa. Then a 19-point loss at Purdue. They have to start winning some road they games. they were up 5 at half and right. 13 at one point in the first half. Yeah. Um, and they, ha- they followed it up with a terrible loss. Um, to Maryland a few days before that at home by 14. It helps when Eric Hunter Jr. Um, absolutely shits Marcus Carr down like he did the other night. Yeah. That was the worst which game is, I'd ever seen him Which play. is what Trent Frazier yep. did to him, too. If Take you shot him down, game. they have nothing. Nope. Uh, he keeps them in the game. I mean, you look at their schedule here. It's set up. I don't know if I'd say it's set up favorably. Uh, they have at Rutgers on Thursday, which Rutgers has been playing good. Um, Nebraska on Monday, which that should be a win. Purdue at home. Then at Maryland, at Indiana, Illinois, at Penn State, who just had a big – uh, win at home against Wisconsin. Minnesota could be in trouble for an NCAA yeah. tournament birth at, the, birth at this point. It's crazy. I was also telling you this before we started recording that um, all the Big Ten teams in the conference, aside from four, have been ranked at one time this year, and the four that haven't, Penn State, Nebraska, Maryland, and Indiana. All the other ten have been ranked at least once. Which is crazy because you look, Indiana has a win at Iowa. Mm-hmm. Maryland has wins at Wisconsin, at Illinois, at Minnesota. Penn State just knocked off Wisconsin. They've been in almost every single game um, except the two against Illinois. Um, but, I mean, they battled tough. Nebraska hasn't played in a freaking month, six weeks. Could you see them calling it quits? I could definitely see that. I mean, they haven't played in a month. What's yeah. They don't have anything to – I mean, they don't really have anything to lose by playing. Um don't I mean, man? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, they have to screw some stuff up. They haven't played since they lost to Indiana, which was January twelfth. Um, so that's I mean that's three weeks. Well, we're getting into the point of the season too. 
you know, the schedules were already made beforehand where we're having teams play only one game multiple weeks now. Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's a looming factor too. That's going to be problematic. There is no way Nebraska can make up all these no. games. There's no way I think Michigan State can make up all the games they missed, which they've been playing bad. Who knows? Maybe Izzo will end up canceling his season because they've been bad. Um, it's it's interesting um, how the Big Ten is going to maneuver all this. I think we're still going to see a Big Ten tournament. Um, as of right now, it sounds like it's going to be in Indianapolis and the teams that make the NCAA tournament will just stay there. Yeah, that would make sense. It makes sense. Um, I don't know. But I mean, say there's, cause I think there's a legitimate chance the big 10 gets 11 teams in the NCAA tournament. Crazy thing is, well, I think 10 teams, cause I don't think Michigan state makes it. As of right now, um, probably not. But no one is. Oh, he'll they'll make enough run to get in. Mm. Then they'll really spark a run, which would just frustrate right. me. Indiana's squarely on the bubble. They're really yeah. the only team I Big can think of that's kind of Rutgers is kind of on that bubble too. A huge week for Indiana. Uh, Rutgers have been playing better. Of course, their schedule lightened up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a couple teams that I think are absolute locks for the tournament. Nebraska's back at practice. Are they back at practice? Okay, man. I did their whole team have it. They had like 30 people within there, I mean, including staff and everybody. I mean, 30 that, people. that just sounds like every single person yeah. that would be involved in the program would have had it. So yeah. at least they'll be good for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, what's the point? I mean, play the games. But yeah. you're probably not going to win another game, to be honest, unless no. you catch That's a, why, though, I want them to get back on Purdue's schedule. I want right. Purdue to play them twice. Yeah, I mean, Illinois already played Penn State twice. They've played Northwestern. They have not played Nebraska or Michigan State because both those games got wiped out. Those are two games that look like easy wins right now. But I'd still be scared to death going to Michigan Smith's State. Still scared, um, even playing them at home. But Nebraska, those are that's an yep. easy win, easy yep. win or two. So, yep. but you want to go through and pick some games here? Yeah, hurry up and fly through those. Let's see if I can, uh, if the internet allows me. That's a good. <laughs> Guess I can do it on my phone, but. Yeah. I could pull it up, but all right. Let's see here. I know there's no game. Uh, no tonight at four tonight tomorrow. in the Big Ten. Tomorrow night we have Purdue at Maryland. I'll take Purdue. Give me Purdue as well. I could see Maryland kind of folding it in. Hope so. Phoning <laughs> it in. It was a tough fought win by Purdue on Christmas Day the last time they played. I remember that. Um, and Maryland hasn't been playing that well at home. Nope. Shockingly. Uh, still, I mean, it's a road game, so you're not going to be confident going in, but I think Purdue yep. gets it done. Michigan State at Iowa. Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa. I think they roll. They have not played good the past two games, and uh, I think Michigan State's reeling right now, and I think they just blow them out. Prediction of them hitting 44 threes or whatever it was. 34 threes came up a little short. I don't even know. I think they hit 10 maybe. Which, I mean, that's a lot, yeah. but when you hold Garza in check, it's really not. Correct. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, rematch a Saturday at Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin gets them this time. Wisconsin bounces back. But I, I pick Wisconsin agree. almost every week, and they let me down. So you're 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 right. They're uh, showing the true colors. Don't say that because Illinois plays them on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois at Indiana. Indiana hasn't played in ten days or so. Uh, give me Illinois. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Illinois is kind of hitting their stride right now. I think that those two losses at home to Maryland and Ohio State was kind of a wake-up call to them. They've played really well their past four halves. Uh, I think Illinois wins a close one. Wednesday night, Michigan at Northwestern was postponed. Thursday night, we have a good one here. Ohio State at Iowa, 7-8. versus eight. 
Ohio State out of Iowa. So Iowa's three games this week. Give me Iowa. Give me Hawkeyes by double digits. I don't know when C.J. Frederick's going to be back, though. He he was a game-time decision against Illinois. He didn't play, so I imagine he'll be back for Thursday's game. Might be back Tuesday. Minnesota at Rutgers. Big game for both teams. Give me Rutgers. Give me Rutgers as well. They got up about 9,000 on Northwestern last night. Next thing you know, Northwestern's only down four with <laughs> like two minutes left, but Rutgers ended up pulling it out. Give me Rutgers as well. Friday night, Maryland at Penn State. Give me the Nittany Lions. Give me Penn State as well. They play tough. Play pretty well at home, too. Saturday, we have Northwestern at Purdue. Give me the Boilers. Purdue by about 28. I hope so. I'd like a nice, easy win. Nebraska at Michigan State, the COVID Bowl. Give me Michigan State. They finally get the W. I think Michigan State finally gets the win. Big one here, Wisconsin at Illinois. Give me the line I. I think Illinois wins that one as well. Good week for them, I think. Hopefully. Um, Sunday, we have Iowa at Indiana. That's good. I mean, if Iowa can win all three games this week, be my huge gosh. For them. Yeah, it'll be right Indiana back in Indiana really it. needs a split, but I'm taking the Hawkeyes. Indiana got them, got the better of them the first time. I think, I think Iowa uses that as fuel this time. Give me the Hoosiers. I'm just, I think they sweep them, which yeah. would be huge yeah, for so them. Um, but I'm don't really, Drake is ranked. Did you know that? I did not. They're 25th. They're 16 and 0 though. Hey. That'd be good for my bold prediction uh, if they can make a run. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Any more big time? Drake's playing right now, actually. Oklahoma, Texas Tech tonight. That's a pretty good one. Oklahoma, without two of their starters. They just keep beating top beats, 10 teams. Uh, who'd they beat on Saturday? Uh, West Virginia? Yes, West Virginia. Al- Alabama. Oh, yeah. It was the SEC Big 12 uh, ooh, challenge. Ba- Baylor at Texas. Does Baylor lose their first one? Shaka back. I don't know. He was out last week with COVID, so I ah, Baylor get him. I think so too. I think they're the clear second best team in the country. Uh, any more big ones Thursday? Nah, nothing. Saturday, Kansas at West Virginia. Kansas needs to start winning too. Um, big baseball news. Yeah, before we get into the word association, we got about nine. Oh, minutes I forgot left. about word association. We got about nine minutes left. Yeah, we got, again, a big trade happened. We had been talking that the Colorado Rockies were going to eventually move Nolan Arenado, so that didn't come as a shock. Even the team they traded him to wasn't, I don't think, earth-shattering in the St. Louis Cardinals, but the details of the trade was a head-scratcher. It was a clear salary dump is what yep. it was, which is Major League Baseball. Rob Manfred's a panty waist. I've been calling him that for I don't know how long. You didn't call um, him that last week. No, I... That would have been a good word for him. That would have been. Gosh, screwed up. <laughs> um... Major League has to step in and get rid of some of these cheap owners that only care about their bottom line. I mean, the Rockies aren't even putting together a competitive team right now. Do um, you think Trevor Story is going to want to sign a long-term deal? I mean, he's one of the best shortstops in the game. Um, he's not going to want to do that. Clear salary dump. They gave The Cardinals gave up a fifth starter. Uh, a couple other guys that just aren't even in like the top. It didn't tier. move their prospect ranking at all. Prospect the team. no, it was a clear salary dump. And Cardinals, for some reason, teams keep trading them good players, and they're really not having to give up that much of anything. Obviously, makes Cardinals the best team in the Central now. Will be interesting to see. Rockies are gonna have the worst record in MLB. They might. <laughs> they, their owner, the Monfreds, and then uh, Jeff Bridich. 
they could have become the saviors of the city of Denver if they would have traded uh, Nolan and $50 million to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson, but not traded to the St. Louis Cardinals for absolutely nothing. It's uh, feel bad for Rocky fans. It's uh, (laughs) their, their management doesn't care. It'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers Nolan puts up there playing majority of his games in a really tough hitters park. It'll be interesting Um, to see uh, if he does anything with his contract. Yeah, uh, he. I mean, he he can opt out. He yeah, was one thousand percent opting out if he was in because he, everything I read, he hated playing in Colorado for that ownership. Uh, I would group, too. So they are not good owners. They're in. They I mean, they GM. They couldn't care less about winning. They had some good teams and all about, uh, all about money. attendance, and making yep. a bottom line. Yep. Pathetic. ML Major League Baseball owners are the worst. They are. In all sports, but but th- this trade kind of highlights the problem the MLB has going mm. on right now. Like Don't look at my word association list. I, I didn't. I didn't even see. I you can't. Cheater. I can't, I can't look that far. I did not see it. Drew Locke. Inconsistent. That's a good one. Jeff Brom. Fiery. Okay. Rondale Moore. Speedy. Ricky Fowler. Underwhelming. Oh, I like that one. Bryson DeChambeau. Muscle. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Loudmouth. Loudmouth. John Gruden. Chucky. I knew it was going to be Chucky. Knew it. John Elway. First thing that comes to your Cannon. mind. What? Cannon. Cannon of an arm. Uh, Matt no. Painter. Good. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty – I mean, it's accurate, yeah. so – uh, Jim Harbaugh. Khaki. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Nightmare. Yeah, wrestler. American Nightmare is a nickname. So. Von Miller. Goat. I was <laughs> I was so hoping you were going to say chickens, but goat's a pretty good one. LeBron James. King. Roger Goodell. Trash. <laughs> Better than Manfred. Uh, Tiger Woods this is the last one. Uh Phenomenal. Bobby Knight. I'm throwing one in there. Chair. <laughs> That's hard. It is tough. It's difficult. Yeah. Because I've tried to – some of them just caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I I tried to jumble them around so there was no consistent theme. But. Some of those some of those hurt me like uh, Ricky Fowler, but he is underwhelming, man. Yeah. He should have at least a major by now and a lot more – Tour victories, I but agree. Uh, that's fun. I, I want to keep this word association yeah. going. I, I enjoy that. Got to mix in some topics too. Mm-hmm. But uh, one one word that that is hard. Tough. Yeah. Yes. The John Elway one really stumped me. I about said horse, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the first thing I, I thought of. I should have. It's free. I mean, the rules are first name pops in your head. So. Yeah. But um, we do good for the FCC regulation so far. <laughs> Five minutes left. Uh, Cubs actually made some major league signings this week. Yeah, uh, Jock. signing uh, Jock Peterson, who's former Los Angeles Dodger, play uh, left field. He, they, him and Schwarber hit about the same. Uh, both high walk rates. Schwarber's a little higher. Jock Peterson's contact rates a little better. Um, Schwarber handled lefties a lot better, but Jock's a much better base runner as well as outfielder. So. As far as money wise, I think they saved about two or three million, which of course the greedy old Ricketts are loving. Uh, but I think that's a solid platoon they'll have there with him and Phil Irvin. Um, they also signed Austin Romine, backup catcher. Hey, yeah, and, remember uh, him with the Yankees? 
They just signed uh, Trevor Williams, who is a starting pitcher for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. I used to love when the Pirates would come to town and Trevor Williams would be on that bump. Because, <laughs> now he's on your team. Yeah, you know, he had a career ERA of close to six against the Cubs in his career. Which That'll be a nice. team fighting with the Rockies for the worst record Pirates. They're not going to be good. <sighs> Traded Jameson Tyone to the Yankees. Um, do you see a, uh, T- uh, Tanaka is uh, going back to Japan? I did. Sounds like uh, Yankees did not give him a competitive offer because they thought his stuff started to regress a little I bit. I had to hit the translate button on Instagram to see what it meant. <laughs> a bunch of characters, and I couldn't understand Oh, it. boy. But, yeah, the Pirates, uh, a loyal viewer and listener of the show, Sean Shriver, he's a diehard Pirate fan and Steeler fan. He said the Pirates will probably be fielding, fielding something close to a double-A team this year. Yeah, they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad. And it looks like Major League Baseball has said we want to we want to push the season back a month. World Series will be in November, play 154 games, full pay, expanded playoffs, including uh, and have the DH. And looks like this uh, union's going to decline it. So we're in these stupid negotiations Yay. again, which was just miserable last year. Worked out so well. Yeah. So I think they'll have a deal, and it'll be better than what happened last year, obviously. Hit me with that birdie bogey there, T-Dog. Yeah. Um, pretty straightforward question. Uh, what quarterback has thrown the most interceptions in Super Bowl history? Three guys pop into my head. All three have played in a lot of Super Bowls. And before we get to your answer, you are two over par so far, and I'm two under yes. for the season. That's going to change. Yeah, good. I'm going to go with this guy that didn't throw it that much, though, back in the day. If it's this other guy, I'm going to be really mad. Terry Bradshaw. Not Terry Bradshaw. Jim Kelly. Not Jim Kelly. Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. Oh, okay. I can live with that. John Elway. Oh, he played in five. Played in five, and he threw it a lot, and they got down big time. And they got they got murdered in those first three. Didn't even think of that. Plus three. Five stroke lead for the ten man. And I only have. (laughs) I have forty seven weeks left to make up for it. Why don't you wrap us up for episode two twenty there, J man? Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live, finally, on the ISC Sports Network today. Uh, We'd like to thank our sponsors, and uh, we're going to be putting out a video here shortly, so uh, stay tuned for that on our social media pages. Have a great rest of the week, everybody, and we will be back at it next Monday at 6.30. Have a great week, everybody.